Hey, thanks for tuning in to Jonah Radio. On this week's episode, 50 Cent wants his strip club money back from Bow Wow. Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine is joining Dinosaur Jr.'s Rock Camp. Andre 3000 plays a flute in an airport, and we have songs from Virginity, Ghetto Ghetto Hustler, and more, as well as talking about songs that gave us a false deal. If this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potato. Neil, It is time for Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it because he's knee deep in some big butts. This is your host, Jonah Ray. This is the voice of Cash Hartzell. Hey, everybody. And we also got Neil Mahoney on the ones and zeros. Hi, everybody. It's me, Neil Mahoney. And, uh, of course, we have... The beat when it just when it drops, you guys are gonna get crazy. We're all gonna freestyle. Mm-hmm. So you guys ready for this? One, two. Okay, no, right. hold on. Okay, all okay. Right. So I think check it's coming out. out. Check it's me it's out. coming up next. Check, check me out. And, and, all right. Yeah. Turn, turn my headphones up. Okay. Two. Turn my headphones. You're not wearing headphones though. Oh, oh shit. No, okay. I got headphones. Neil some headphones. Get Neil some headphones. You can use my headphones. Oh, absolutely not. Okay. All right. No. I need a splitter. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Splitter. No, I no, it was in my bag. Okay. So all right. No, you can do it without headphones though, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right, here it comes. Here comes the drop. Are we ready? Cash, get, stay, stay Can focused. Can I get a mic no, stand? A mic stand? Cash, do we have a mic stand? Well, I'm still looking for the splitter. Just don't worry about the splitter. Just can we get a mic stand? Because <laughs> the beat is about to drop, Cash. I know. It's, it's, it seems Hurry like up, it's... Cash. We All don't right. know how long. Uh, can I hold your mic? Maybe I just hold your mic. No, Cash no, can. No, no. Okay. Don't touch me. You know what? Yeah. Let's save the freestyle rap. For next time, yeah, okay, next time, yeah. yeah. we'll get to it next time, uh, guys. We we have a, a guest sitting with us, our friend from the Yacht Rock podcast, Beyond Yacht Rock, is a is a Dave. He's at the door right now. Let's go and uh, check him out. Cree. Jonah, Jonah, the door's over there. You just wandered in the sound effects box. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, don't let that. Oh, oh sorry. Right. Is that, well, which did this? No, door, I'll get this, I'll get that later. This afterwards. door over here. I yeah. No, 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 no. That was the freezer door. That was okay. over, frozen over freezer door. All right. Where is the doorbell coming from? Hey, guys. Uh, your doorbell. Oh, Dave. Oh, my God. Your doorbell doesn't me. seem to work. I just kind of wandered in. Oh, hey, Dave Lyons. Thank you so much for... Open. Um, <laughs> I, Who Dave, left the fridge open? What the fuck is this? Who left the fridge open? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys have made some changes yeah. since I've been here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a table. We got <laughs> couches in here. Man, we got an yeah. AC chair. Uh, still we're not broken. Allowed to touch. Yeah, um, Dave Lyons. Thank you for joining us. It's actually well, this is a perfect yeah. episode for you to uh, be joining us because we will be needing your music knowledge later on in the podcast. <laughs> oh, good. Um, actually, yeah, yeah. Where we're going to be talking about uh, songs <laughs> of, from <laughs> from bands, <laughs> some songs. From bands that like uh, were their radio hit had n- was nothing like uh, the rest of the album, and it was oh. almost kind of the old one two snickery do, yeah, the switcheroo, which yeah. is yeah, which was I think what Billboard would always call it, uh, the old right. one yeah, two yeah. snickery do chunks. Yeah, yeah, that's one of their 
Um, but uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna play a song for you guys, and then when we get back, we'll get into some of our favorite music news. This is a song yeah, by Virginity. Uh, this, the band's called Virginity. This song is called Your Apartment. It's from their album With Time. If you want your music on this radio show, please do us a favor and send it to Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O, at gmail.com. This is Virginity. Virginity, with the song Your Apartment. Um, we had a little uh, uh, timpani, timpani sound in there, thanks to uh, Neil Mahoney, who did it. That was the Neil Mahoney official remix mm-hmm. uh, of Your Apartment by Virginity. Screw you, copyright laws. Yeah, we'll your, come up with a new apartment. way around you. More yeah. like You're Welcome. <laughs> exactly. See, now Neil is going to be, you're going to be putting timpani on all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um, but yeah, check them out. Um, we'll, we link to all, those, uh, all the music that you hear. And please, if you like the band, follow them on Bandcamp on mm-hmm. Twitter and do any of that stuff. You're like, buy just a song. Buy a song. Can't do that on iTunes no more. Because that's no. something we learned about when we were doing a recent segment of this upcoming segment known as. What was it called? Music News. <laughs> I don't like this new part where he does that. <laughs> that. To be honest, that was the worst time he's. That's like the worst he's ever done it. I know, but that's it's a steady decline. It's true. I don't know. I, I always shine through the seventh or eighth time I do something. Yeah, I do want to uh, one of these days soon. Uh, go through all of Cash's intros, his old cold <laughs> open intros, which are. Pretty terrible. Uh, well, the, music, you, the music you wrote for that sounded fantastic. You know, it sounds a lot like some... I can't remember what it sounded like. Someone said it sounded like another song. Yeah. Um, 
But I don't think I don't know. I can't. No. You know, they did it in GarageBand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they should have copyrighted. It was a loop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, music news. Um, so <laughs> only when Cash does something like this. I'm using news. Oh God! How did you make? I leaned into the last one. Actually, is what I did. I thought about the last one. I was like, "What did I do wrong there?" What if I made it sadder? I I did it uh, on purpose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So here's what I've always said about rapper and actor and wheelchair uh, enthusiast Drake. Um, <laughs> from the hit show Wheels Ontario, uh, Drake. Uh, I've never understood why he's so popular. Um, yeah, I, don't I, you know, here's the thing. I don't really like Kanye, but I get why he's popular because his beats are sick. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, and uh, Drake, I was convinced. I was just talking with Neil about this the other day, where it's like, I for the longest time, I was like, is this a worldwide global prank where I am the mark? And I'm because yeah, I Truman you know, Show. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Truman Show. Where I'm like, guys, it's not that good. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? People who love music love Drake. Cash, are your thoughts I on Drake? Don't. I'm uh, very much in in your camp. The, my favorite Drake song has will always be the uh, diss track that he did for what was it, Meek Mill? Yeah, uh, that was fun. Uh, but you even mean, it's called back to back because it's the second response track that he made. Yes, in a row. And it uh, and it was clearly not written by him. I don't know what it is. I just it, don't. I don't feel it. In a no. beef, that, in a beef that arose out of Meek Mill accusing him of not writing his own songs. And oh yeah, and then like double down was just like also you have a kid and you don't you, you don't well, admit yeah, it. Yeah, that was in the and and, and somebody this, peed on you. Yeah, this kid thing came up. I've got some inside hot gossip. Oh, hot gossip. Oh, Do we have a hot gossip? Uh, uh, I have a family member that does pyrotechnician for the uh, the rock and rollers and the hip hoppers. Hot gossip is coming. It's, it's a hot gossip. Girl. It's time for Hot Goss with your correspondent, Dave Yacht Rock Lions. Hey, thanks for that. Uh, so, yeah, I got this. Wow, man, a lot of changes. I'm actually just doing my job now. Oh, that's the chase. Let's do the show and not talk about the show, please. This is the show. This is the show. Oh, my God. Dave, go. Family member uh, does pyro for uh, rock and rollers, big stage stuff. Yeah. Same uh, last name on tour. Uh, it's it's Lions. Oh, his last okay. name's Lions. I so won't say his. I won't say his out. first name. Uh, you know. You know Siri when I, when, I call, when I call you a Siri it says now they calling call Dave Leo. Leo. Yeah, yeah. Are you uh, French? Are you French no, extraction? Uh, it's uh, what about Drake? Irish and um, he might be Irish. French. There's a lot of French up there. Olane. Uh, apparently, he's a real dickhead. Uh, my brother was on tour. Oh, now I've done it. <laughs> um, was on tour with uh, Lil John and Drake, and he said Lil John has like six, seven, eight kids, like everywhere they go. And he's just the coolest dude and doesn't really dig his music. But man, what a great guy! Yeah, I've heard that about Lil John. Yeah. Drake, total prick. Yeah, 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 I bet. This makes me happy. <laughs> this makes me happy to hear. That Drake is not a good guy, and you just see him on the sidelines of those uh, those uh, shoot 'em up games, those basketball basketball games. games yeah, yeah. exactly playing the clown, exactly, and that's Clowning. the thing. Drake was on the uh, I, you know on the sideline going way too big, massaging guys, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and then he goes. Uh, you don't see Jamie Kennedy doing that. No. <laughs> then he made two songs about. How much money can this casino lend me? Ripping markers up over shots of the henny. Vivid memory. Can someone send me? A real nigga in a loo to me, Benny 
Rihanna is pigeon food. It's not a forgiving mood. So much we gotta count the 20s up in a different right, room. So I am just a body that my. We talked about this a little week last week with the, the what was it, Lil Xan uh, Tupac thing that yeah. broke down where it was just like, yeah. Uh, younger people shouldn't understand Tupac. It was yeah. literally like their entire life ago. Yeah, you know what's these. crazy? Like right after, you know, we talked about that last week, the whole Tupac thing. This morning, or yesterday morning, someone like like walked by, I guess, with a boombox um, blaring Tupac really? outside of my house and then circled back around 50 minutes later playing Tupac still. <laughs> and then I see a post about the local burger shop, the Oinkster, and they were they they their um their burger of the day was like the Tupac burger. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. Oh, this burger week last week. And on top of that, uh, you know the notorious POG uh, beer I did for Stone. Yeah. Um, they're like they're gonna do another version of it uh, for the special event, and they're gonna call it because POG Pog the juice, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and they're gonna call it Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tupac's been a big part wow. of my life in the last week. Yeah, it's yeah. your own personal yeah. plate of shrimp. But uh, it's <laughs> cosmic unconscious. But these are songs that Drake made for celebrating. And I don't understand. He rap. He said these are in celebration of the Raptors winning, and they don't. They just seem to be standard, standard Drake. Yeah. Whatever happened to he's a jolly good fellow? You know? yeah. <laughs> that's been your white guy corner with Dave Lyons. <laughs> Why has he got a shit on Benny Hanna? Yeah, that's the, yeah. you know what? That did. That's I went there once. Is it, is it a Steve culture? Aoki yeah. thing? Oh, it might be a Steve it, it Aoki might, thing. It might be a Steve Aoki clash. Oh, really? Because his, his, his dad, his dad owns, his owns yeah. Benny Hanna. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, the yeah. Asian Defamation, Anti-Asian Defamation League. Mm. He owns that? Uh, yeah. He started it. <laughs> oh. He's owning it now. He, yeah. Well, it's like uh, he was the one that tried to sue uh, Sarah Silverman for yeah. uh, doing like, uh, I was thinking it was on Conan or something like that. Yeah. Oh, the, yes. I remember yeah. that years and years ago. Guys. Yeah? Beastie Boys are releasing a 15th anniversary. You, you want to feel old? Beastie Boys are, feel, are releasing a 15th anniversary of To the Five Burrows. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Like the, the last, was that the last album? No, that was Hot Sauce Committee Part 2. Okay. Um, to the Five Burrows was their return to a straight-up hip-hop album. No live instruments, all samples, all done, oh, that's uh, right. chopped up. Uh, they did it back in New York. Um, they did it, uh, you know, it came out three years after 9-11. Yeah, but in, on the cover, it had... It had uh, had the Twin Towers oh. on it. I remember getting it and being very excited because well, I thought Hello Nasty was amazing and brilliant. Sure. Yeah, And I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't really like what I heard of Hot Sauce Committee Part 2. Nope. But after reading the book, listening, I uh, thinking about going back. Yeah. Thinking about going back and checking it out. The book, mm. the book was absolutely fantastic. Yes. I listened to it as well, but there was one bit in there um, where Spike Jones was describing photos, Yeah, which made me go out and buy the book, because <laughs> I wanted to see the photos. I was hoping that would happen when I told you to listen to the book. I'm going to need to borrow that book. <laughs> it's all yours. In the audiobook, though, they should have put in like, like, boom, for his section, so it's like you knew when to turn the page, because oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it just goes through the uh, the, the stuff. But yeah, I had no idea. Fifteen years since to the five boroughs. That's, so. uh, that's wild. Yeah, that's the, those are the years that I wish hadn't passed. Like I'm okay with it being forty years from uh, license to L. I'm just I just want those last fifteen back. Yeah, imagine like soon enough we're gonna be like it's like guys, it's the twentieth anniversary of Maladroit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, can you believe that 
the Strokes the 30th anniversary, album? The 30th anniversary tour of Lifestyles of the Rich and Infamous. From guys, Good Charlotte. Guys, are we going out for the 50th of OzFest? Come on. Ozzy's out there. We're if he's going to be there, he's, we're not too old. Hologram Ozzy. Um, so remember uh, last uh, week we were talking about the uh, Universal uh, Fire. Did oh, you read about yeah. that, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was working on the lot at the time. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. Did you leave the hot tar unattended? No. Were you my doing hot, that? My hot tar goes right in the veins. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Jonah Radio does not condone any use of heroin. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that you, that was a big fire. It was huge. Did you have to evacuate the the studio lot? No, I was already. Did home. Did, oh, okay. I was going to say it was like, were you there? Bankers you're hours. You're trying here. to you're <laughs> trying to get out, and then, and then you see the guy trying to get all the elephants and giraffes, and there's a bunch of centurions. Yeah, and a like guy in a spacesuit. Some guy. dudes just pushing a big piece of scenery. <laughs> Pee wees going gosh. by on the, a, a bike. Yeah. A, a picture of scenery on fire in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> and then they pull it away to see the real fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The real fire's much closer. <laughs> yeah, they call that breaking the diegesis in reverse. Oh, uh, well, uh, around around the. The lot where you're around, there somebody's now I misappropriated yelling a, a term from film school. And well, guys, it turns it out that the artists that didn't know their stuff was gone and lost from the fire are now uh, planning to sue the Universal Music Group over the destroyed recordings. Yeah, Buddy Holly is pissed. <laughs> but, uh, hologram Holly, yeah. he is Buddy none hologram. too happy. But uh, I mean, it makes sense. Like if yeah, they hold on to them. It's like you know, it's their it's their property essentially. Yeah, yeah. You but I, I think that the the artists wait. Who whose property are they? The artists? The, the, no, no, the, it's not the, the universal. Property. It's the label's be, property. It yeah. should be the artist's property. It should be, but yeah. it's not. The label but they still have it. some sort of uh, relation to it, ship to it, though, right? Like yeah. even the they own them. No, I well, mean the artists on their do. deal. Sometimes yeah. Yeah. there's. I mean, uh, but all those older recordings, like that was standard. Like oh, people yeah. didn't start yeah. owning their masters until like. Somebody know, forced the hand. 80s Rolling Stones or something. Mm. Yeah. I think Tom Petty had a lot to do with it, actually. Yeah. Which, That's right. He did. He did, like, fight for it a bunch. Ventura Boulevard. Um, guys, this is a very funny story. Um, 50 Cent wants his strip club money back from Bow Wow, formerly Lil Bow Wow. Well, if, if you're giving strip club money to Lil Bow Wow, you have some problems. You so wait till he's the, big the former wow. child rap star was one of 50 Cent's Celebrity guests at a gentleman's club called Allure earlier this week. A post on a website claims that he provided many of it, he provides many of his celebrity friends, including Bow Wow, with stacks of one of one dollar bills to rain on the dancers. But the Grammy-winning rapper went on social media Wednesday and accused Bow Wow of going home with a good deal of the money provided to him at the party. <laughs> and he tweets a picture. <laughs> he tweets this picture of like. Uh, of like just yeah, oh, he, like wow. he goes to the bank and gets like stacks and stacks of like bagged one one dollar bills. Yeah, um, and uh, he does the same thing my dad used to do when it was our birthday and we would go to pizza. He'd go get like the the roll of roll quarters, quarters and yeah. pass them out. Yeah. yeah, strippers get pissed when you whip quarters at them. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's like it's like your dad probably got the quarters just so he can like knock up a guy like just fucking. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, just, there was yeah. always a little blood on him. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, uh, 50 Cent says, we came here like uh, we came there like this. Bow Wow stealing ones. Why the fuck you ain't throw that to the dancers? You better get me the fucking money by Monday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. Apparently- he, uh, Bow Wow shows up with like $1,000 in hundreds and he's like, no. 
I gave you ones. <laughs> you got twenty minutes to get those in ones. Well, it's almost, it's like it's just like a it's like a casino giving money. It's like it's like you know you stay at our hotel and you get a hundred dollars to play at the casino, <laughs> knowing full well it's going right back into right. the thing. Yeah, but they give it to you in chips. And yeah. little Bow Wow was rolling home with like pockets bulging <laughs> from one dollar bills. He's like, oh, I'm gonna hit that soda machine. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna go home and like a, he's gonna g- give a bunch to Lil Bow Wow Jr. Lil Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> so go you know go crazy at the arcade. Didn't he? He dropped the Lil at one point, didn't he? It's been. It's, can you believe it's been 15 years <laughs> since he was Lil? <laughs> That's Bow the wow. next news story. Is a 15 year anniversary. Uh, Chrissy Teigen, um, she tweeted, I'm going to start a company where I loan you money to pay 50 cent back. <laughs> uh, guys, I lo- Kevin, Kevin, I sh- loan you money to pay. Oh, I see. So uh, I'm not sure if you know um, Dinosaur Jr., Jay Maskus. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. He's doing a rock camp this, oh, uh, this summer. Uh, but in, back in March, Dinosaur Jr. announced that they'd be hosting a summer rock camp called Camp Fuzz. Appropriate. appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it should be the name. They should just use the name of the movie from the 90s, Camp Nowhere, which is, I think, the most 90s alternative thing you can call something. Uh, the camp will stretch across four days from July 30th to August 2nd with a lineup of famous guests acting as counselors for master classes, group Q&As, and live performances. Um, some of the guests include Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> Those kids wanted to get rid of their hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Loudest show I've ever seen. Where I had to walk. I was at a festival. It was at FYF Fest. I yeah. think the first year they had it downtown. Mm-hmm. And I had to go very far away from the stage to be able to even... I had the same experience with Rocket from the Crypt. Oh, really? A different show. Yeah, it was like, oh my God. Because it was so loud. Oh, okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you, can you, can you say that again? Uh, because it was so loud. No, before that. It was you, were, like, you were like, oh my God. Oh my God. Becky, look at her butt. Yeah. yeah. No, right, I get okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you guys work together on that? Was it? Yeah, was a little the, tag team. We're yeah, getting nice. we're getting better. We're we're becoming friends. Yeah. Uh, but Kevin Shields is there uh, from uh, uh, also uh, Damian Abraham. Damian from Abraham. Fucked Up. And, oh, okay. And the amazing uh, Vice show, The Wrestlers. Uh, he'll be there uh, doing live podcast episode. Uh, Fred Armisen will be there doing a one-hour course in financial planning. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that one hour? Armisen. What oh. was his band? Trenchmouth? Trenchmouth, yeah. yeah. They were decent. Um, guys, recently, uh, a girl was at uh, the airport, and she tweeted out that, she's like, there's a guy that looks like Andre 3000 uh, uh, playing the flute at my gate. Turns out, it was Andre 3000 oh, okay. playing the flute at yeah. her gate at the airport. I was waiting for like does... a double back where it was like, no, it was Big Boy, and he was just tapping his son Bamboo, but it kind of works. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's no excuse. I don't care who you are. It's a double flute, so it looks like a clarinet. Oh. oh you've seen this? You've seen this news story? Yeah. I'm prepared, Cash. Okay. All All right. Right. You ever well, see the guy open uh, up his guitar? go to spin on like, Thursday or something? Nailed it! <laughs> <laughs> waiting, for a, waiting for a flight, and he pulls his acoustic guitar out and just starts playing in yeah. the... Yeah. Fuck you. Mm. <laughs> uh, here's something. Uh, recently, the Los Angeles Time, uh, Times did an article... Uh, by a guy that started the, the Music Genome Project. Um, I, I feel like I've read about that. What is the Music Genome Project? Well, it's project? Like basically what, uh, what Pandora was. The okay. idea of an algorithm mm-hmm. recognizing types of music and then giving... It's like if, yeah. if you like hard guitars like Minor Threat, you'll love corn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, First of all, fuck you. And so... Um, <laughs> 
Is that corn? Oh man. There's nothing more punk rock than doing a vanilla ice record. Um, but uh, this guy wrote this article. Music is supposed to unify us. Is the streaming revolution fragment- fragmenting us instead? Hmm. Uh, when the digital digital music re- uh, revolution began in the early 21st century. This guy had a front row seat. As the architect of Pandora's Radio Music Genome Project, it was his job to devise a system to analyze and categorize all styles of music so that the machine learning algorithm could more successfully re- lead listeners to the mu- new music they would enjoy. Uh, the goals of this project, which became the core of Pandora's streaming service, were lofty. Pandora's founders and the music analysts who worked with them wanted nothing less than de- democratize music to free it from the hegemony from record executives and DJs and to better enable artists to... Uh, connect directly with fans. Um, but now because of all the other streaming platforms, mm-hmm. it, they say it's fragmented everybody where everyone... Got another book you're going to read on the air? <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, Jonah, 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 Jonah. No, take it. Take it. Put it in your sense memory because this Jonah's, is a great take. You, you'll make like... millions if you can put this take on film. Put it in your sense memory. Put it in your sense memory. <laughs> Your face puckered like a catcher's mitt. <laughs> uh, at least I had to pucker Im- my face to make it look like one, Neil. Hey. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> Don't make me do my trick. <laughs> Don't do your trick. One day, he's not going to cut it out. You got to cut it out. I'll cut 25 minutes. It's easy to remember. No, it's not. Write it down. Well, anyway, I thought this would be a it's cool thing to talk about music in a digital age. But uh, well, I, I think that... And the, we're back. Yeah. No, I think that's really interesting. I don't want to bring it back. You anyway, it yeah, back, Andre Neil. 3000 was uh, <laughs> playing a flute. You don't play instruments in the airport. That's just like It's like you don't put your bare feet up on the seat in front of you. It's like, come on. That's true. I mean, but it is Andre 3000. And what if he was really good? Yeah, at that it point, he's, really he's giving away. I went through the, the, uh, the Portland airport, and there was a guy in there, like one of their little coffee shops, playing um, like a T-Rex song. Yeah. I, like with a microphone. But that's like, I've that's, seen that yeah. in Austin, too, uh, Austin, for South Portland, Park. Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, Denver, I think. Well, Den- no, Denver just has in their, in their like people mover to get from gate to gate. It's like when you're rolling up to a, a, a new uh, section of the airport, a new terminal, it goes like, this is the mayor of uh, Denver, Colorado, wishing <laughs> you like it. You're like, what, what? I don't think, when I hear that tune, I don't know, it's, it's a real, it's country, it's Western yeah. world. You know, oh, I like, thought you were doing the intro to Seinfeld. <laughs> no, that's, that's a buh. Oh. I get it. Yeah. I, get it. I, I hear it now. You didn't really think I was doing this it. Is, this is why no. we don't have no, music I, anymore. No, I thought it was Nike. You, they're they're you, not attuned to Jonah's musical instruments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, this is uh, something, and this might, might be. Um, I'm going to read some of the review of this. Um, Glenn Danzig made a movie. Oh, all right. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn Danzig made a movie, and they're saying it's the room of horror anthologies. Yeah, yeah. I Tonight mean. was the opening night of Chicago's Cinepocalypse Film Festival, a horror genre fest that traffics in the gleefully distributable. Uh, I'm I am actually surprised that uh, Aaron Baker has not already flown to see this movie. Wherever uh, it's it is. it's going to be playing in L.A. Is uh, it in, on the 25th? I got tickets already. Oh. Uh, where uh, at the Ricardo Montalban Theater? Ooh, yeah, it's the first uh, commercial theater in uh, Los Angeles. Really? Um, was it? Did it pre? Did was it? Was it like they a presage? It, they called it the Iris Theater back then. Ricardo uh, Montalban okay, was... hadn't slapped his name on it yet. The well, movie, was, like he shows up and they're like, it's the one who's the been movie rumored. is called okay, Veronica. 
which of course is based off of Verotica. Erotica? Verotica. Verotica. Yes. yes. It's a, it's, he has a comic book series called Verotica, and oh, it's okay. a, it's a, it's one, it's, it means violence and erotica. Um, oh, brother. It's based on a comic book thing or something, isn't it? Yeah, that's his comic book. Which I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that's just, his comic books. Within 10 minutes, people began to howl with laughter. Ooh. It was a deeply, powerfully, almost wrong, wrong, worryingly funny film. A misfire of the highest order. And the post-screening Q&A with the director uh, demonstrated that none of that was intentional. Oh. He, he says, um, hold on, I got, I, got, I, got, I got this stuff. I got, uh, here, we, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. You guys laughed in some of the places I wouldn't have, but that's cool, Danzig said. Um, he, uh, everyone's saying it's like Tommy was so level on awareness of how bad it? it is. Um, Please say he's in it. I don't, he looks like Tommy Wiseau. He does kind of have a Tommy Wiseau vibe. Yeah. And can probably take, if anyone can take a joke, if any two <laughs> people can take a joke. Yeah. There's a story. The first story uh, finds a woman with eyes in her nipples. This is never explained. Wow. She's going to sleep and unleashing a vengeful id, a spider who has grown to a massive size and becomes humanoid, a humanoid after her tears fall onto it. Spoiler alert. The acting is (laughs) hilarious. Sounds like he spoiled it. Uh, The staging is wholly incompetent. And uh, the images cut together with the abruptness of a VHS cassette tape that's been taped over one too many times. Mm. Jesus. Yes. Uh, well, we'll we'll keep a uh, track with this uh, this <laughs> music news, story. This developing story as uh, we go and see the movie if we can. Uh, we're gonna take a break for the song. Verotica is Verotica. it? Uh, the AV Club did a whole review, uh, but we're gonna take a break with uh, a song by Gito Gito Hustler uh, called Ambition.
That was Gito Gito Hustler from Japan, if you couldn't guess that. Um, yeah, yeah! Um, that, and uh, it's now time for us mm-hmm. to talk about Dave's gift to Neil. <gasps> oh, you said this was going to be last, but it's I not know. anymore. Oh, it's a surprise for everybody. Yeah, I'm very excited about yeah. this. So Neil um, has been, uh, he's edited uh, videos for uh, Dave and I, who have been producing videos for Off of Their Heads, Summer Cannibals, Fiddler, uh, Bang Bang Bang, Romeo. Romeo. Um, And so, uh, and Neil's been uh, editing the last couple um, uh, and putting in a lot more work for no pay, and that's (laughs) Mm -hmm. always uh, good um, for your first friend in comedy to do you a favor like that. You don't see a lot of those people doing me favors, you know. Well, you don't see you don't see no BJ Novak from oh. Dan Mintz's call me in for roles in the office and uh, mm. Bob's Burgers. I I, I was standing oh. behind him. What? I was your second friend in comedy. Like I was literally like when you guys met, I was like right behind. I me. don't remember that. Yeah, see, yeah. I was honestly, right, Jonah. I'm I was taller there than too. him. Yeah, that's you what, were. I mean, that's let's, when we met. There were many nights at the same place. We could have. I'm pretty sure it was. I, I just know for a fact that BJ Porter said this guy should be your friend. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't think BJ would have said that about and me. And then you did the same thing for me and Dave Clock. Very true. It was a way for you to excuse yourself from a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yeah, we were at Meltdown. He's like, that sounds like BJ Porter, hey, frankly. this is Dave. Dave likes hockey. And then you just turned and walked away. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to connect people. Maybe I was, I don't know, running a show. I wasn't running a show. I'm kidding. I was Emily. <laughs> Maybe I was anxious about getting fucking, you know. Yeah. Danced around on stage in a little bit. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, all right. What? Who danced you around? He Kamel. Had, that night they had the Irish step dancers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a good night. Um, so what's this? What's it's this not gift? Dave Clark. All right. Well, I've been hanging on to something for you for a while. I've been meaning okay. to give it to you. Totally mm-hmm. forgot. You once gave me the gift of a knife, and a couple times ago I was at your house. You said, "Hey, hey, Dave, do you want to see my knives?" Yeah. And I remember <laughs> my response. Like, Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. So allow me to. <laughs> To present you with this totally illegal switchblade knife. Oh, oh my goodness. He's going to put his eye out. Which way does it open? Oh, uh, yeah. Button on the top by your thumb there. I know, but like which? You're right. It's right-handed. Okay. That's oh, really ooh, sweet. Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Don't Can you describe the knife to us, Neil? Sad. It's a, uh, Have you ever seen a 50s movie? Milano. Ooh. I don't know Italian seems Why like it. Ben Folds <laughs> It's actually the sad. Just Ben Folds Oh yeah it is This is off the Rock in the Suburbs Yeah Watching your friend Handle a knife That's new to him Well if I had a mic stand I could use two hands <laughs> It's not a two hander Switchblade Turn this down, or I'm gonna fucking cry. Sorry, it just Neil when he looked at the knife. Like, <laughs> really, that was very, that was very sweet. Uh, but now, don't you have to give? Yeah, uh, give him. Yeah, you're some supposed money. to ask me for a coin or something. Yeah, you have to ask for Neil for something. What? Why? Can't give knives. You can't just give bad a life. Bad uh, luck. It has to be a yeah. Yeah. No. It, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot to go with oh, it. So thank Neil you just for gave this, him a uh, dollar. Thank you for this gift of a dollar. Mm. No, not a gift. He bought the knife off you. Yeah. It smells like, Strange. oh, well, uh, now. It's still a gift. Yeah, I mean, if you had bought it Game off me, you too would be seems committing a federal offense. <laughs> okay, guys, it is time for our thing of the week. Thing of the week. <laughs> this thing of the week 
This is great. Like what is this? Neil Mahoney. So the thing of the week. Um, Neil and I came up with this uh, last night. It's talking about um, bands that had a hit song that ended up sounding nothing like the rest of the album. Yeah. Um, or their catalog. Or their catalog. And sometimes it would influence the yeah. band. Yes. It would set them on the... Uh, the They would see that people responded to it and then change their whole lives to match. Yes. And I, I think... I uh, don't think we have any examples of that. But... Sugar, sugar Ray. Yeah. Sugar I think... Ray. I, and I think the one that kind of like... The one that like kind of sort of... I think was extreme. More Good than band. once. The yeah. band Extreme. More than words. Of course. More yep. than words, of course, uh, which is uh, every mom's favorite song. <laughs> this came out, moms went crazy. Yeah. Panty dropper. Yeah. yeah. Moms hadn't been aroused in years. <laughs> and then this song came out, and a lot of little kids were born. They hoped they had long blonde hair. <laughs> no, they, they all had dark hair. No. They, no, these guys had blonde hair. Well, they didn't. Well, the video was in black and white, so who knows? Oh, that's a good it point. It was Gary Sharon. He's still he black hair. Really? Yeah. I thought they. I always thought they had. You're thinking of the two twin brother guys, Nelson. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I got a. I got a great Nelson story. Somebody. What did that was? I just realized. Uh, just, this is like the worst old dudes at a bar conversation. <laughs> Nelson. That's right. Yeah. I would like a drop of Jonah going Nelson though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, use it like Newman. <laughs> Nelson. But these guys were what? A, a hard rock band? Were they like yeah, a, yeah. Well, this is uh here's a couple examples from that same album which was called uh Pornography? Yeah. Extreme Porn 2 Pornography. Oh. Yeah. When I'm president. Wow. These are Boston guys too. Where did this come from Typical. then? Following in the footsteps of uh, uh, the Aerosmith. Yeah. But this thing right here is like very like Southern, like Venice Beach, yeah, well, like I mean, infectious growth, James time. Addiction. Uh, I think it sounds a little like Scatterbrain. What would I ban people know? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I definitely hear uh, like the it sounds sort like of Anthrax, uh, Public Enemy, sort of, yeah, uh, rap rock combo, yeah. This is from 1990, like yeah. This Macho is they, these guys were like Guns and Roses compatriots, yeah. compadres. What do you call it? And you think the song's going to maybe be more of a ballad too, but it's a song called Lil Jack Horny. <laughs> well, here, this is my question about this, this whole thing. Um, this could have been on a Jackal album. Isn't yeah. the power ballad basically kind of what we're talking about here? They, well, not not necessarily. Because to my experience, the power ballad is a slow song, so song from a, like a hair metal or a metal band. Yeah. Right, but it isn't a completely like when Guns N' Roses sings Patience. Mm -hmm. You yeah. still you're not surprised to hear them play yeah. their other songs because they got big yeah. off of Guns N' Roses songs, and then labels were probably like, gotta put a slow jam in there for the proms. Yeah, this is like a Jack Johnson. It's just like yeah, it's like it is. if like you hear this by Jack Johnson, and then you go in and it's fucking it's just you know what you just heard. It's yeah. like you know it yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, because yeah. this song is incredible. Is Jackal the band that had the guy Jackal Johnson? Let's Jackal Johnson. Jackal Johnson. Uh, the band that had yeah, the Jack chainsaw. And, yeah, Jack and my lumber baby. Since my chain saw you, that's the one. <laughs> um, Seven studio albums. Hey, have you tried these mashed potatoes? <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> That's a, I don't like singing along with the drums, but it is one of my favorite ones. Great thing about Extreme is they're one of those bands. Hold that on. Has, 
<laughs> to to no extreme enough to have an opinion about a the great, great things. <laughs> One of uh, oh no 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 I know multiple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know so much that I know multiples uh, of the great yeah. parts. Ooh, top ten. Hmm. That's gonna be tough. <laughs> top ten. <laughs> Let me give you I my middle fifteen. Podcast. <laughs> This is my job. So what's what, what's a, what's a great thing about Extreme? More greatest hits albums than studio albums. Really? Wow. I, I believe so. I didn't look that up, but I believe that's the case. <laughs> Nelson. A <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one cash. What was the what, you you picked? You uh, picked Nazareth. Yeah, because Nazareth, their first big. Uh, their first big hit was yeah, this Hurts. was Love Hurts, which is like almost a almost a throwback to like fifties sort of stuff. It's yeah. very it's got that progression, sweet. Sure. It's very like not. If, if it was faster, it'd be like a fifties rock and roll song. Yeah, but it's such a like make out song. But then you go and you listen to. I picked another one here. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. Please so don't they, Judas me, which is sort of more their newest stuff. But even like... Uh, okay, and it? here's, the, here's, the, the, dog? here's the inherent problem with like that cash. The whole idea of the thing was like, there's a song that's different. Yeah. And all of your choices <laughs> were albums apart. Yeah, I don't know a lot of like solid albums that had this, though. I, I, like, well, I we was, had that one. We had Extreme. Yeah. Okay, then I was gonna say Sugar, so, Sugar like, Ray, but uh, and that'll be later on. Yeah, and you don't have to defend yourself now. All right, just I well, want you to defend I myself just, later. I just want you to defend yourself later. But also, please don't Judas me. Is from the same album, is it? Yes. It's fucking long as hell. Yes, yeah, nine minutes and forty three seconds. But it's fuck fucking Nazareth. <laughs> and this is so more someone long. if some girl and guy are making out. And that song comes on the radio. He's like, I'm going to get this album for this girl because yeah. it's going to remind her of when we made out. Love hurts. And then he gets this. He's like, oh. oh Actually, no. He's heartbroken from a girl. He's heartbroken from a girl. Yeah. Love on. hurts. He goes out to buy this album. Then he hears that and then fucking shoots his dog. <laughs> I was going to say, leaves it all behind to become a cowboy. Yeah. Or goes home and plays D&D. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff. Like, Do lie to me. <laughs> It's very, it's very cowboy, very... Uh, yeah. It's, it reminds me of the beginning of... You know how Young cowboys Rocks were too. saying, Hi, partner! Yeah, and how all those Scottish cowboys... Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody needs a little whiskey in the jar. Um, that was Irish. That was Irish. Yeah, but everybody still needs some. <laughs> Glad we could button that. You guys want to hear fun facts about Hair of the Dog? Sure. <laughs> Original title was Air of the Dog. H-E-I-R, oh, okay. which then plays into son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Now Get you're it? messing with a son of a Get bitch. Get huh? yeah. oh. That was their song, right? Air of the dog. Also an excellent example of what I refer to as clunk rock, <laughs> where the cowbell goes throughout. <laughs> Fun fact about cowbells, you put it on a sheep, still called a cowbell. <laughs> uh, so Butthole Service was a band that it was around for a long time, and then they had a huge radio and MTV hit with, of course... Uh, the they song. were like around for twenty years before this. Yeah, yeah. they were around, they were like early. They're like their chapter in our band could be your life, which is one of my favorite books about music ever. 
is like fucking phenomenal because they're just like crazy Texans that like took the idea of punk being like, it's like, we could do whatever. Let's fucking like light shit on fire and yeah. get naked and fucking. They, they, they took it as more like an art movement yes. than than a reaction against yeah. music, where it was like, yeah, we can just Sharon. break reality. Sharon she was Sharon Sharon's outlook on the topic of disease. Mikey had a facial scar. Well, and Bobby didn't was like a sing racist. Along with the drops. What? Oh, never mind. No, I said I didn't like sing along with the drops. I you love sing along with the songs. Oh, okay. This is another uh, genre. This is one I call talkternative. Talkternative. Talk. Yeah. Talk turn. Oh yeah, I, I kind of explored talk yeah. turn. You got the, the droning. Uh, what was the so other? One? King Missile did one of those too. King yeah. Missile was the, another one. Like, and then what about uh, the Jim Jim Johnson? Jim. And those are my friends that died. Friends that died. It's a little Jim more melodic. Jim Carroll. I was thinking and of Jim Jones. You and my so that's like Pearl that's what they sound. But that even if you got that album, you listen to the first song, and it sounds like Butthole Servers. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, and I think that is like something too that where like just fucking around some of these play, some of these bands you just fuck around until you run into a hit yeah. where it's like yeah we were just going to the garage and fucking around and making music and then we fucked around and made a hit song uh, yeah that happens sometimes uh, one of my favorite butthole server songs is uh, who was in my room last night. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, which I uh, there, yeah, it starts off with like weird noise and it goes. You hear people going, "I'm flying, I'm flying away," and I put that into an episode of Mystery Science Theater. Oh, neat! Because it was one of those things where I was like, I was like, we need to have something here, and there's something kind of flying by, and we'll just go, "I'm flying." <laughs> no one got it, but for me, <laughs> pretty good. Now, Neil, last night you <clears throat> did bring up Chumbawamba. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just another night out with Neil. Yeah. Neil talking about Chumba Womb. Sure. Um, but the thing is, well, we were coming at Had he had been knocked down at any point during the, during the night? Yeah, but I got up again. Yeah, no, no, no. But, no it, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're never going to keep me down. I know. Well, also, had he been drinking? I was pissing the night away. Oh. <laughs> um, but we're coming at a, an angle of this where you yeah. said that because you know they're the people from Crass. Yeah. yeah there was some hardcore shit before they were Chumbawamba. Exactly. Before they were bathtub thumping. Yeah. yeah. But that whole album is like that, it turns out. Oh, okay. It wasn't like, so, of course, tub thumping. is like, you know, the most 90s British sounding thing. Yeah. I get knocked down, but I Jock jam. Yeah. And that beat, that Manchester beat. Yeah. But here's another. This is another song from that album. Most of the songs like this, this is Drip 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 from Chumbawamba. Those tinny drums. Yeah. I think it was just affordable sampler time. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they famously like uh, any like. Any royalties they got off of uh, Tub Thumper they put towards a... Well, like, no, uh, specifically, like, commercial use of it. Like, like yeah, they were socialists, right? And they would take that money and donate anarchist. it to charities it against been that it. company. Yes, I think so. Yeah. They were still doing, like, peace punk stuff. Yeah. Um, when they were there. Um, uh, next on the list is uh, something that Cash mentioned earlier. Sugar Ray. Sugar Azucar. Azucar. Rodriguez. Oh, uh, uh, 
<laughs> See what you did there. Thank you. Um, of course, we all know Sugar Ray from their collaboration with Super Cat. <laughs> well, we all know Sugar Ray from Extra, right? Did he change his name to just Sugar Ray now? Mark McGrath? Yeah. No, did you see, like, uh, recently, what do you call it? Uh, uh, the, the Hard Times did a thing about, like, it's like, it's like Mark McGrath, you know, now apologizing for getting angry for everyone calling him sugar gay and then like <laughs> and then like he and, they, and he, he like he commented on things so he's like he's like actually like it's like i was really upset about it like it's like and it's like it's not cool to call someone that in a derogatory like totally came yeah. with this like woke response saying like yeah. it always bugged him and all the band and like uh and they were just like everyone's like hey fucking dude i don't like your music but kudos to you <laughs> well he so, if my understanding of Sugar Ray is literally a, he was in a band, his cousin was in a band, he heard what his cousin was doing and was like, we should do that, and then they did Fly, and the band that his cousin was in was Sublime. Oh! He's, he's cousins with Bradley Knoll. Oh, shit. Yeah. I had no idea. And that's that's where the, the Fly came from, was like, oh, we should do more, more of this shit, because the, like, they're... Because that stuff fairly is Fly, yeah. is probably what he said. Yeah. But this is what they sounded like. Yeah, beforehand. This could also be extreme. <laughs> I remember. So imagine hearing fly. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go. Better head down to Strawberries Records and Tapes. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I remember. Breathe. Their music video for one of their hardcore songs was the first time I ever saw anybody pour milk on a snare drum. They poured milk on the oh, snare yeah. drum and played it and shot it in slow motion. Oh, and that was probably Mick G. It, actually, it uh, may have been. He shot a lot of their videos. Yeah, back here, in, back here, in the old days, they put glitter on there and shoot it. True. Um, here's a like, pop-up video. For some reason, I retain one piece of information from a pop-up <laughs> video, and it's for Mighty Mighty Boston's uh, Never Had to Knock on Wood. Yeah, song, what's this song called? The impression that I get. Impression yeah. that I get. Impression, parentheses, that I get. Um, and it's like there's when they're like all it's all a lot of bi- white background and then they mm-hmm. do a thing where they all kind of sink in to whiteness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of their one of their <laughs> that horn describes players, the boss. Yeah, yes. one of their <laughs> horn players is a black guy with uh, with dreads mm-hmm. and like and he like it's like they all do the thing where they soak into it and like the guy was like hold on whoa 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 is like after doing is like is this milk <laughs> and they're like yeah he's like and then he's like I'm a fucking vegan dude like and, oh. like, and then shaved his head. Because oh, it's like, wow. he's like, he's like I'm okay. never going to get this out of my fucking dreads. It's like his hair. It's like oh. he thought it was just like a like a like a milky water or something like that. Yeah. You know, I thought it was Elmer's glue. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he hates horses. So that would have yeah. worked. Yeah. That's also. Yeah. You can't. You can't do it. No. Um, another another one. Of course. Uh, now, Google Dolls had been around for a bit by the time this album came out. Maybe this is their third or fourth album. Yeah. But weren't they? I, I remember my. They're Boston. I think they're. I think they're Buffalo. But they were one of those B towns. Um, Nelson replacements fans. Like they. Well, were, yeah, no, that's fucking. Here's the thing. I listened to some other songs on this. Fucking. Oh God damn. <laughs> It's just, it's a guy who couldn't scream yeah. that way, who tried to front a replacement cup. God, what a mess on the ladder to... Like, 
And it's not that far off. This is Goo Goo Dolls? This is Goo yeah. Goo Dolls. I thought you put on a replacement song. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> they loved They loved all those like lemon hands. It was all post-replacements. Yeah. yeah, the replacements were great. Uh, here's another one called Slave Girl. It all sounds like light versions of other bands from the same time. Yeah. I, uh, I interviewed that guy from Goo Goo Dolls once. What was his name? Resnick? Johnny, Johnny yeah, Resnick. Trent Resnick. Yeah. <laughs> Faye Resnick. I was wearing about much makeup this uh, <laughs> Got a lot of makeup on. Uh, Neil, one of the things um, I had some like fillers, like like a little wrestling or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. Like, like yeah. Man, a lot of hot goss today. Yeah, mm, man. Hold on, it's time for our gossip segment. And that's it for the gossip segment. Thank, it was edited out. Yeah. No, that wasn't it, Neil. A little too hot. It's okay. Uh, too so, hot Neil, you said... That wasn't... Neil, uh, you said the cardigans. <laughs> I'm just impressed that you guys went all the way from 1990 to 1993 with your research. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. who knows how... No one has hit records anymore. <laughs> that is no. a good point. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just look at the stuff like I don't, but it's. I think it's also a testament to like when we listened to radio to an en- yeah. and to an entire album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or it, just yeah, yeah, because like everything's singles now. Yeah, and yeah. I also I also think it, the music industry moved to now where you won't have that. Like your record will be worked on enough so that your right. entire album will have and the same sound. There's no such thing as a hit single, really anymore i mean there is but not in the way that we knew it uh, and call I would, me maybe and i would that was like do you know that's almost 15 years old? oh my god we're oh my old. god a reissue is coming out alongside to the five oh Girls i can't isn't that from wait like to see what the no, know, pictures it like is Jones from a long took. time ago no it's from 2013 so yeah like. well here's here's my theory about all of this and it's the idea of a one-hit wonder and you hear a song from a band and you're like oh wow Man, wild thing by the Trogs. I'm gonna go buy their album and get into everything they do. And then you find out they also did the Mighty Quinn. Like, come on without, come on within. That's the same band that did Wild Thing. Wow. So, uh, so we're experiencing bit, yeah. what you found out that they did a song that you didn't know about either. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, I just think somebody goes out and buys the hit song, and this is why you shouldn't buy singles. This is why you should buy the album. Don't buy 45s or seven inches. Uh, or or except for Jonas, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a twelve-inch single. It's great. Um, but, uh, Working on the artwork right now. Uh, but I think the idea that you get a hit song, you put it out, and that was like the only song they had, probably because it didn't sound like the rest of their music. That's a good point. Because yeah. the well, rest of it was really but here, different. But okay, but but at the same point, the guy that we've talked about, I think the most on the show this year, Lil Nas, Lil Nas X, has one song. One right? Song, but Does like, he have an album, or is it? It's no, just been that song. It's just been that song. So is that is that it coming back? Is it like the literally like this? I mean, it, it's crazy because he was a SoundCloud rapper that then kind of blew up. But well, like uh, Friday by uh, what's her face, Rebecca, who is now Black. by the on, Cure on tour yeah. with, uh, with uh, Ryan Katner. Ryan Katner at Man Man. What? Yeah, she's oh, been opening for him. Yeah. yeah. This is whole, she doing cool music or something? Yeah, she like she does a. <laughs> She does like uh, she duets on some stuff. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, he's been using her as a vocalist on on stuff, but I think she also has. Yeah, she's been she hasn't been uh, fucking around in that time since Friday. Apparently, she's yeah, been yeah. I did a, a, I directed a sketch with her in it. Like I think for uh, was that web soup? soup or web soup or something? Yeah, I, I think know. it was a soup. Uh, and well, Neil, you said uh, "Love Fool" by you said yeah. this is a song that. 
wasn't like the rest of the songs. Yeah, I don't think so, right? That was always the beat I got on that. Uh, I mean, it's cl- this is like the most smooth. Mm-hmm. So we all know this song, of course, from the movie Hot Fuzz. Um, <laughs> but like... Yeah, it's not quite the like... This one's kind of... This one's odd. There's something, but I can see, I can get the connection. Maybe it was like this was their second album, and their first album was like heavier. It's know. it's also that there's such a like a weird beach it, 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 summer feel to it that's feel, in that song. I think they kind of have a uh, uh, sugar cubes vibe to them. Yeah. yeah, that actually I was I was looking around today, and somebody suggested Bjork for this for oh so quiet and i was like yeah it doesn't count like now because her, her, bjork her, is like everything's she had different human behavior yeah. before that yeah that and that was a bigger hit. but that's almost and like, that's, that's more reflective of, of what she did after that too like yeah but that's that, like the same like it's like sabotage didn't sound anything like you know yeah, yeah. uh or hard tech man it wasn't like the rest not that hard tech man was a yeah, clash sound the sound of the clash did not remain consistent well yeah we talked about the clash yeah. a bit but like they were they were Good always band. so yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they're all right it's my hot take yeah um and but that, that was the problem because, like, I did bring up uh, "Girls and Boys" by uh, Blur, which mm-hmm. you also picked. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's like when I thought about it, even though the song is like pretty pop electronic, um, it's still they were so they they made different sounds all the time. Yeah. The song number two was it was which is the one sort of I picked. It was sort of they were making fun of a sound that was there and. Like it wasn't their normal sound. They're like, let's do this as a goof or to like show off, yeah, show up these other guys, and it became a hit. Which I, of all of these, I think those like a jungle. Uh. Uh, Go for the second. No, because I I I felt Neil be upset. Uh, Oh, he's hovering. Um, yeah. But here's then of course song two. Yeah. Which I remember when I heard this, I was like, what the fuck is Blur doing? Yeah. It it. But if it was the first time you heard it, you would probably be thrown off by the rest of the album because it, it's not yeah. this grungy or whatever. It's another jock jam. It's not a jock jam. <laughs> Gosh, those guys. But then it's like similar like phrasing pentameter when he comes into the thing as in Girls and Boys. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. It's the same vocal. It's just like there's a different like charge into it that makes it different yeah this be at least would this would talk talt what'd you call it talk turnative talk talk turnative yeah or alternate talk welcome to alternative i'll talk turn i'll how about talkative talkative i'll talk i'll talk alternative um we did a whole episode on it over at uh beyond yara you would don't plug oh sorry there's a place for that yeah so cash you also picked of course Mr. Biggs, to be with you. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But I, I, this was also when I was sort of working off the, the ballad idea of like. I want to do some research and find out when rock and roll decided to start talk, like that little girl. Like we yeah. all let that pass. Because <laughs> like, like, that's just what you say, yeah. baby and little girl. And, well, in the 50s when people were like daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah my heart belongs to daddy. Like, Just anything yeah. the Big Bopper ever said to anyone. No. <laughs> yeah. Also, the t- isn't the song Lollipop is about like sucking dick? No. I thought it was about a <laughs> ship. I'm gonna. We, we, you know what? Let's go. We're gonna come back. Chuck Berry's um, my dingling. <laughs> Although, the, the, so this is to be with you. Let's to be with you. Yeah. 
Oh, we gotta do an episode where we do songs about talking about your dick. <laughs> like, with very thinly veiled but <laughs> So, what, exactly. so, this is Mr. Big. This is this is a song I know about. Don't Fear the Reaper is a good dick song. <laughs> so, very But this is Addicted to That Rush. This is another song from that album. Yes. This is it for... You need a fucking 16 count to get into the song? I just skip in. So it's, that's another case of the, the ballad. Yeah. The ballad, the ballad on becomes the, the hit. Yeah. And then everybody weighs in that's with that ballad. Were there, yeah. were, were there any bands that just did ballads? Or is that like Peebo Bryson like or Frank something? Frank Sinatra. Well, yeah, but was... <laughs> Is it I like, like how you criticize us for all our references that are from the '90s? You bring up the fucking Trogs and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, some of us grew up at a different time, Neil. <laughs> what was that like, Mister Show? Thing? It's like, it's like uh, you know, we're from different generations. You love the, uh, I love the Pretenders. You love that Bangles shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, if do you have send us a tweet at us, uh, let us know like what you, bands you think had a single that sounded different from what was actually was it a was it an ad for something that you didn't want to buy? Uh, we're gonna oh, take a break with a, a song from yeah, Bait uh, on the Hook. We're gonna take a song with a break from a, a new song from uh, Janine's. This is uh, Winter in the Dark. So, uh, as promised before, we are going to look at the Chordettes uh, song Lollipop and how it is totally about uh, blowjobs. Uh, this is Dave's theory. This is my theory. This is your theory. Yeah. Pause. Okay. Was this written by a man for them? Probably. Okay. I mean, this was that time. I yeah. don't want to know for sure. It's like a Barry Gordy yeah. situation. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's starting over. Neil. It's okay. Let everyone get back into it. Well, there there are a lot of redundancies in the song, if sure. I recall. Lollipop, lollipop, oh, lollipop, 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 
So this was what, 56, 57? I don't think so. Hold on. Wait for the sound. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Yeah, so, so check this out. That's what it Scroll sounds like. Girl saying lollipop. And that's what it sounds then, like when you, when you pull a lollipop out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And, then a, and then all of a sudden a guy's voice comes in going, boom, 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 boom. Just imagine here, like, here, Cash, imagine that sound I just made, or the say that thing like it's a music news uh, intro. But, but, uh, hold on. Lollipop, lollipop, oh, lolly, 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 lollipop. boom, boom. <laughs> no? No. But doom, doom, doom. Do it like how you did the music news okay. thing. Boom, boom, boom. No, music news. Remember when you, like, it was, like, desperate and sad and okay, it was real bad? Okay. Lollipop. <laughs> there, that's a bit Boy, more. Boy, you you wiping your ass with your socks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so ba dum bum bum. That sounds like you know. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah, it, it kind of goes. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have the background on it. Wow, Cash, you're, you're like, you were talking over one of the few words that's not just saying lollipop. Oh, it wasn't saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a salty banana. Do you want me to pull up the words? But a lot of these old songs, these old rock and roll songs, mm-hmm. like they were talking about all that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trying to get pet, like Chuck Berry, it was, yeah. boy. Let's see what goes on here. Sweeter than Sweeter than candy, candy on, on a stick. stick. But you were just, you're literally, talking. I'm sorry. You were just literally talking about candy on a stick. So something else is sweeter than mm. candy on a stick? Like what were the flavors uh, there? That was her baby's kiss. If you had a choice, be your pick. But lollipop is Part where they say lollipop. This is the part where they say lollipop. And everybody's quiet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the part where they say lollipop. Yeah. Crazy ways he thrills me. Crazy it, when he thrills me, I believe. I thought. Tell you why, just like the lightning from the sky. So he's torturing her. He loves to kiss me till I can't see straight. <laughs> Yeah. Audio medium, Jonah. Audio medium. Gee, my lollipop is great. She's she's definitely talking about lollipop as a person, which is yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? The person audio medium. You didn't like non, the non-human. You're just cutting out and mugging <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> I know. I'm letting the audience soak it in, have some time, okay. where it's not our fucking yammering yeah. moths going it run on. Down their chin. <laughs> Jesus. You thought. Why can't it just be for you guys? I can't. It's fine. Can't. Thank you. Then. Because you're you? literally recording it and putting it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm letting people soak in the thing. <laughs> what do you, here, here, let's do it how you guys want. Here we go. Lightning on the sky. <laughs> what do you guys think? Kiss me, kiss me into the days of us intentionally can't see straight. What do you do with the can't see straight? The days of us intentionally doing a bad job are over. Come on. What? Oh. Get with 2019. What? What's that? Shit. I wasn't. I feel like I should have written that down a while ago. The days of doing something bad on purpose is over? Yeah. 
But the, I'm well, just showing you guys what it would have been like. I don't think they would have. Do you guys want to like hear that. the the actual origins from Wikipedia? That I call him Lollipop. The song uh, originated I... when Julius Dixon was late for a song reading. A songwriting session with Beverly Ross. He explained that his daughter had gotten a lollipop stuck in her hair, and that had caused him to be late. Ross was so inspired by the word stuck lollipop. Stuck in her hair. <laughs> sat down with the piano, produced a song on the spot. Uh, Yet there's mm-hmm. no piano in the song. Beverly Ross recorded a demo with Ronald Gum, a 13-year-old neighbor of Dixon, under the name Ruby and Ronald. Ross's mother insisted she use a pseudonym for safety reasons because they were an interracial duo. So it may be about interracialism. Interracialism? I don't think that I. I don't think that's the <laughs> word for it. And even if it was, I don't think that's the nice word for it. That's right. And in other news, uh, "Losing the Sky with Diamonds" was about how Paul's kids. Uh, yeah, Drew. No, it was John's kid came home with a, a painting of a of a kid flying over a river and called it "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds." Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just can't help but think about Stand By Me when I hear the song. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it better the first time. Yeah. Well, Neil always says comedy comes in twos. <laughs> Uh, and that's it for our show. We want to thank our friend Dave Lyons from the Yacht, Beyond Yacht Rock podcast. Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for having us. Uh, I, I'd like to uh, give it up to Neil. Uh, we, we didn't get in too many arguments this week. It was, yeah. I think that's because we started late. Um, I would also like to give it up to Jonah because that doesn't happen enough. Guys, put your hands together for Jonah. Don't we're, we're, give him the opportunity to... <laughs> Excuse me for thinking that he'd go for that. Well, the host gets the last beer. Isn't that the, oh, no, the box is on my hand. (laughs) Help you, everybody. Oh, you got the beer. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for continuing to listen or not listen. Mm -hmm. For those of you not listening, what the fuck? Yeah, really? We We won't hold back on you anymore. Yeah. Here's the thing. For those not listening, this is like when a comic gets angry at the audience that's not there. <laughs> These fucking assholes don't know what they're missing. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Mr. Empty Seat over there? Let's just talk about that for oh, a bit. Oh, my daughter had an asthma attack. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, Culture Abuse uh, continues to be one of the best punk bands around. Here's a song of theirs called Be Kind to the Bugs. And B is spelt B-E-E.
Shit.